action scientitians! Before we begin this audio presentation, here's a word from our sponsor, which is us! You can subscribe to Action Science Theatre on iTunes, Stitcher, or any good feed reader or podcast app. We'd also really appreciate it if you left us a review or a comment. Anywhere is good, but if it's on a wall somewhere, it won't be very easy to find. Now, enjoy this latest episode. I hear it's good. Just let me settle in. Nice cup of tea. Right, here we go. Set your internet dials to danger as we bring you action, as we bring you science, and as we bring you theatre with Action Science Theatre. Oh yeah? You're so dense you warp space-time to a far greater degree than your volume would suggest. Your face is so ugly it displays gravitational lensing effects because light is trying not to touch it. The only journal you've ever been cited from is the proceedings of jerk faces. Oh what? You mean that journal you're an editor for? Your mum is? That's it! No, stop it! Stop! Stop! Both of you! This is the International Astronomical Union Conference, not a TED conference. Chris started it. Did not. Did too. Settle down. This is neither the time nor the place. In this place, we're here to decide if Pluto will continue to be classified as a planet. We can do petty name-calling in the letters pages of journals. I'll call this preliminary meeting to a close. Well, good. Enjoy the rest of the conference. We'll finish this at the whole conference debate. Fine. Fine. Jerk. Ah, you're back. I bought you a coffee. Thanks. This is cold. When did you get this for me? When I got here. Which was? Ooh, about uh, half an hour ago. And why did you do that? Because I forgot, in that moment, that you weren't going to be arriving for another half an hour. But I kept it because I know how much you like coffee, and you might still like it cold. Well, that's sort of thoughtful. Well, you are welcome. Uh, How did the meeting go? Well, we never actually got round to talking about Pluto. But did you use the gravitational lensing line we workshopped? Totally landed. Completely dominated the argument. Ah, well done. We can win this one. We have the science on our side, but no harm in making them cry. Right. Let's get back to the conference venue and find the rest of the group to update them all. Don't you want to finish your coffee? Of course I don't, Sam. Of course I don't. You couldn't find us a seat inside the coffee shop? Nope. You're coffees. Oh, thanks. That was some well-timed ordering. It's why I sat outside. I could see you coming from far enough away to order in time. <laughs> Must be below zero out here. Yes, well, that's the price we have to pay. Thanks, that's sort of thoughtful. You're welcome. Aren't you going to ask me how the meeting went? Not really interested, to be honest. Kate, this is Pluto we're talking about. It's important. I really wish you'd be more into it. Everyone else in the group is. It's not a matter of science, it's a matter of taxonomy. Colour me entirely uninterested. Well, I'm your supervisor, and I order you to be interested. Fine. Look, I'll even stop playing Tetris. How did your zing go? Completely landed. Totally dominated the argument. Well done. Why don't we go back and you can regale the rest of the group with the story of your brave victory over the forces of whatever. Good idea. They always laugh at my jokes. Sam, there you are. Do you have that supernova data to hand? Sorry, I'm not... Wait, shouldn't you be by your poster? There could be potentially disappointed, interested scientists wandering by, wondering about your paper. 
No, I see what the problem here is. Well, is... interested is probably too strong a word. Vaguely looking for a distraction is probably closer to the truth, eh? I really think you should let me finish. Have you it... changed your clothes since early? No. And your hair? For a smart person, you're really dumb. Hey, now. That's not a nice thing to say. Ah, Andrew, there you are. I see you've met my supervisor. I... wait, wait, wait. I see two of you, Sam. There's two of you. Oh, really? Has he not realised yet? Uh, no, he's only doing it now. Wait. Yeah. You guys are twins. Sam, I didn't know you were half of a twin. Well, that's because I'm actually a full person of my own who also happens to have an identical twin. Hey, did... No, we never swap places in school. But which one... Neither of us is the evil one. Can... We can't feel each other's pain. So... No, we aren't psychic. What's the... No, we can't boil down the complex differences which exist between two different people into one sentence. And I think that about covers all of it. Ah, splendid. So, now we have all that out of the way, Chris, this is my identical twin brother, Andrew. Hi, I'm here covering the conference for the Times. Looks like 2006 is going to be a big year for Pluto, eh? Yes, indeed. By the end of this week, Pluto might no longer be called a planet. I take it it's a bit of a touchy topic in the world of astronomy. Well, people have always argued whether Pluto is big enough to count as a planet since it was discovered. But by the end of the conference, we'll finally emerge the victor of the debate. Standing atop the rubble of our enemies' vanquished arguments, the wind of our victory cries whipping away the lamentations of their PhD students. <laughs> right. Good. Well, looking forward to a spirited debate. We're not really sure what tack they're going to take. The tack of misery. The tack of defeat. The tack of annihilation. I think I need to take Chris to sit down. He's gotten all overexcited again. Chris... Head down to the office, okay? I'll get you some nice warm milk in a minute. I shall be hailed from a mountain top. We just need to know what they're thinking, aside from the inevitability of their defeat. <laughs> oh my god, Andrew, I I just had an idea. What? It could give us the edge we need. I'll need your help, though. Oh, sure, I guess I could help to a point. Uh, what is it? School, Andrew. School. Sam, no. It could help us so much. No, I can't believe you'd even suggest it. I'm going to have to... Don't do it. I have no choice, Andrew. I have to do it. Damn it, Sam. I don't want then to. Then don't. Andrew. Sam. I invoke the twin code. Damn it. Fine. Yes. Now, when it comes to the question of Pluto's mass... Kate? Hmm? Doing well on your game? Well, not now you've distracted me. Can you please get involved here? Everyone else in here has contributed. So, Pluto's mass. Right. Which side of the debate are we on again? I lose track. <sighs> I'm awfully sorry, sir. I thought you should know straight away. I just received an email from a journalist from the Times wanting to cover our side of the debate. He politely requests that someone meet him in the cafe down the road in around ten minutes. Thank you, sir. Fantastic. I can't go now, though. We're deep in strategy. Oh, leaving here? I'll go. Look, I'm going. I'm already gone. I'll do us all proud and bring you back a coffee. Bye. Bye, bye. Ah, sorry. Are you waiting for a journalist by any chance? Yes. Are you one? I am. I'm Sam Drew. Sam Drew? Yes, I usually just go by Andrew, though. Andrew King. I'm a journalist who writes things for a newspaper. That's a shame. Because of your face. I'm sorry? I mean, you have a nice face. Lovely. 
So, so writing in a newspaper means that people don't see it, unless you have one of those byline photo things, I suppose. Do they still do those? I don't really read newspapers. Bit of a dead medium, sorry. I know it's your livelihood. Declining readership must be a worry for you. I'll buy one tomorrow. Good. Right. Uh, thanks. You too have a nice face. Really quite nice. Uh, so... Uh, this is going very well so far. Uh, yes. Wait, uh, we have help. Ask me one of your questions about the conference. My questions? Yes, the questions you wanted to ask about Pluto and things. Of course. Pre-preparing questions is exactly the sort of thing I, as a professional journalist, would have done. Have done. Uh, already. Okay, so kiss me with some questions. So, uh, I'm sorry? I, I mean, just questions, please. Right, uh, okay. Um, so, uh, what's your part in all of this? I'm a mathematical modeler specialising in stellar nucleosynthesis, so, uh, yeah, super interested in Pluto. Very involved. I am a key figure. Great. Then we can spend a lot of time together doing this with the, uh, with the questions. Yes. Oh. Okay, so, if they bring up the mass of Pluto, I thought we'd use the 2005 Nature paper to back us up. Sam, what do you think? Sam? Sam, you're looking right at me, Sam. I am. I, uh, that's me. Yes, Sam. Sam the scientist. Yes. I know you are, Sam. So, you've been doing the reading on this side of things. What do you think of the 2005 paper? Uh, what does the 2005 paper matter? Well, I was rather hoping you could tell me that. No, I mean, what difference does the data in the paper make? This isn't going to be one on the science. You're all doing this wrong. I, I, I mean, we, we, we are all doing this wrong. I'm sorry, what? Look, I was talking to my much better looking and smarter brother, and he made some fantastic points to me, as is his won't. Have any of you ever studied rhetoric? Well, Sam, I don't know if you've noticed, but we just speak objective truth here, not rhetorical funny business. Yes, being anti-rhetoric is a rhetorical position designed to portray trustworthiness. If you want to convince people of something, you can't escape it. Do you want to win this? Go on. Well then, all of you put down your scientific facts and listen to me. I'll have them eating out of your... Uh, I mean, our hands. Alex, there you are. You're like a bloody neutrino. Very little mass. Difficult to detect. I've been looking all over for you. What is it? Did everything go okay with the journalists? Yes, very well. I need to be the one up there in the debate. But you hate Pluto and all of its works. Now, that's overstating it a bit. You changed your login to the work computers to that exact phrase. I have seen the error of my ways. Just put me up there. I'm ready. Kate, it starts in about 15 minutes and you don't know anything about it. I have been in the room... Or near to the room for the entire conference. I've absorbed the knowledge through osmosis. Also, I am very smart, and the only one of the lot of us who can do a presentation that doesn't leave the audience comatose, or wishing they were as they drift off. Now, well, that's not very... How many bullet points are on the first slide of your PowerPoint? <clears throat> 23. And what animation did you use? What well, I... <laughs> well, 
Um, what animation? The points race in with the sports car noise. Do the right thing, Alex. Okay, I concede. You're wrong. Great. And uh, hold this space on the front row for my new journalist friend. I want to see his pretty face when he's delighted at my surprise appearance. Are you sure this is a good idea, Kate? Sure. What could go wrong? I can hear foreboding music in my head. Ah, Sam, there you are. How'd the interview go? Did you get any good intel? Hmm? Intel, Sam, intel. Oh, she's intelligent, yes, and funny. We read all the same sort of books, and she has very strong opinions about rugby. Sam? Yeah? Oh, God, you've fallen for her, haven't you? She's brilliant. She says she's a terrible cook, but that's okay, because I love cooking. And she says she finds washing up oddly therapeutic, and I hate it. Sam, am I to take it you didn't retrieve any useful information to help us with the debate? No. Fine. Sorry, I forgot to ask about the science stuff. We just had such a great chat about life and... uh, uh. Doesn't matter. I'm going to go up there and win this debate, Sam. I shall devastate your opponent, leaving them an empty shell of a human being, burdened with their unending and everlasting shame for the rest of their professional life. Because you're my brother. Oh, thanks, Andrew. And because it'll be fun. (laughs) I call this meeting to order. Excuse me. Um, Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, Yes, I I think that's my seat there in in the front. Um, Sorry. I said I call this meeting to order. Kate, Richie talked me into putting you up there and there. You're late. Where are you? Everybody shut up. Right. Welcome, everyone, to the official debate to determine the fate of Pluto's status as a planet. Two research groups have been chosen to put forward the arguments of each side. First up is a late substitution, Dr. Kate Martell, to argue her group's side. Ahem. Hello, everyone. Sorry, just doing some last-minute revision. Hi, Andrew. Kate, I really should have asked some proper questions earlier. So, Pluto. Here we are, talking about our old friend Pluto. Discovered in 1930 and immediately classified as a planet, its status is currently under dispute. And here we are, disputing it. Now, on my side of the debate, we believe that, due to its mass, it should definitely be classified as... Um... Oh, wait. Not classified... I really did not listen in our meetings. Well, anyway, Pluto, consider it. Okay, and to rebut that, whatever that was, we have Dr. Sam King. My scientific compatriots. My fellow travellers through this eternal bundle of delightful mysteries we call the world. Hello. Ah, Andrew has an identical twin. Now, based on what we decide here, children all over the world might have to learn whole new mnemonics to try and remember the order of the planets. No more would our very easy methods just speed up naming planets. So this decision is important. Let us not forget that. And I must urge you all to think of the children. Think of their education and think of their future. 
and consider that Pluto should, um, or shouldn't. Mm. I really don't listen to my brother very much. Anyway, think about it, everyone. Right. Dr. Martel, Dr. King, could either of you please state clearly what side of the debate you're actually on? Uh, no. I guess I'm on the opposite side to him. Right, I want the leaders of the two groups to come to my office where I will kill you both with my incredibly stern words. Now! I'm sorry I lied to you. I'm sorry I lied to you. I lied to pretty much everyone, and I'm not sorry. She had a great time in the end. Andrew, shut up. It's weird that you're calling him Andrew. So, what now? Now we get yelled at by our bosses. No, who cares about that? I'm meant with you and me. How about we go out for coffee and I'll be me and you be you? Deal. Starring in Much Ado About 4.2 Billion Kilometres were Dan Bond, Anna Griffiths, Brian McInwells, David Alt, Simon Wilson and Dan Booth. Written by Dan Bond and Brian McInwells. Produced by Dan Booth. For more Action Science Theatre, including T-shirts and mugs, go to actionsciencetheatre.com. <laughs>